0: A reading from the second letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and whoever sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. Each must do as already determined without sadness or compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. Moreover, God is able to make every grace abundant for you, so that in all things, always having all you need, you may have an abundance for every good work. As it is written, he scatters abroad, he gives to the poor, his righteousness endures forever. The one who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will supply and multiply your seed and increase the harvest of your righteousness. The word of the Lord. Blessed the man who is gracious and lends to those in need. Blessed the man who fears the Lord, who greatly delights in his commands. His posterity shall be mighty upon the earth. The upright generation shall be blessed. Well for the man who is gracious and lends, who conducts his affairs with justice. He shall never be moved. The just one shall be an everlasting remembrance. An evil report he shall not fear. His heart is firm, trusting in the Lord. His heart is steadfast. He shall not fear till he looks down upon his foes. "...lavishly gives to the poor, his generosity shall endure forever, his horn shall be exalted in glory." Alleluia, hallelujah. "...whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life," says the Lord. The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to his disciples, Amen, amen, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains just a grain of wheat." But if it dies, it produces much fruit. Whoever loves his life loses it. Whoever hates his life in this world will preserve it for eternal life. Whoever serves me must follow me. And where I am, there also will my servant be. The Father will honor whoever serves me. The gospel of the Lord. The year was two fifty eight. It was a difficult beginning for what would become the first Christian millennium. Hostility against Christians was growing. The barbarism and severity of pagan Rome had begun to reach a fever pitch. It would soon lead to a bloodlust. Roman authorities charged Christians of that era with odium humani generis, hatred of the human race, a hate crime. The Romans claimed to be citizens of a great empire, yet they practiced primitive forms of abortion as well as exposure, the killing of unwanted newborns. They also tried to institutionalize approval of homosexual relationships on a par with authentic marriage. Rome proclaimed itself the shining example to the world of its age while it violated the natural law and embraced debauchery. Four days before our Saint today Lawrence's death, the Bishop of Rome, the Pope, Sixtus, was arrested by soldiers of the Emperor Valerian and he was beheaded. The Emperor Valerian had issued an edict to the Roman Senate that all the Christian clergy, bishops, priests, and deacons, were to be arrested and executed. Sentenced to death in Emperor Valerian's sweeping condemnation of all Christian clergy, the deacon Lawrence really offended the emperor and thereby endeared himself to all Christian sense. In charge of the church's treasury, Lawrence was ordered to assemble before Valerian the quote-unquote gold and silver of the church. According to the tradition, Lawrence, knowing Valerian's hatred for all Christians who owned property, began to give it all away. Lawrence asked Valerian for three days to gather all the gold and silver and have it assembled in one central place. This pleased Valerian. For three days, Deacon Lawrence went throughout the city and invited all the poor, handicapped, and misfortunate who were all being supported by the church to come together. When Valerian arrived at the appointed meeting place, Lawrence pointed to the poor people and said, here is the church's gold and silver. The emperor was not impressed. Beheading would not be enough for Lawrence. He would be burned alive in public on a griddle. Witnesses said he cheerfully offered himself to the Lord Jesus and even joked with his executioners. The tradition records massive conversions to the Christian faith as a result of the holy life and death of one deacon who understood the true heart of his vocation. A special devotion to Lawrence, deacon and martyr, spread throughout Christianity. Years later, St. Augustine would reflect on the heroism of this great deacon in a sermon preached on his feast day. I tell you again and again, my brethren, that in the Lord's garden are to be found not only the roses of his martyrs, in it there are also the lilies of the virgins, the ivy of wedded couples, and the violets of widows. On no account may any class of people despair, thinking that God has not called them the life and death of Deacon Lawrence still speaks the timeless message of the gospel. As we live our lives faithfully, no matter what our vocation, we are to make the message our own. Whether we are ever called to shed our blood in what has traditionally been called red martyrdom, or simply called to offer our sacrifices daily in a continuous life of poured-out love, traditionally called white martyrdom, We continue the redemptive work of the one to whom Lawrence offered himself fully, Jesus Christ.